0: Welcome to another InventRight TV show. My name is Andrew Krauss. I co-founded InventRight with Stephen Key over 21 years ago and have been coaching and mentoring inventors ever since. We've had students in 65 countries, and we have 12 coaches. And one of those amazing coaches is Matthew Palmer. Welcome, Matthew. Thanks for having me, Andrew. So, hey, before we we got started here, you and I were talking about... um, the things that people think are the hardest things aren't necessarily the hardest things. And one of the things we were discussing was people think that filing a PPA is gonna be so hard. And we were talking about how really the cell sheet is harder for most people. People struggle with different things. All students are unique. Um, Why is the PPA not as hard as people think it is?
1: Well, because well, one we have a, a ton of great training material uh, with our program here at Admit, right? Um and one of, one of the training tools we have is called Smart IP, and Smart IP is I'm I'm what some people would call a quote unquote a fanboy of uh, Smart IP. I absolutely love it because there's a decent amount of things you kind of need to remember to ask yourself when writing a PPA, but Smart IP has all that criteria for you, nice. and you just kind of just watch some videos of Gene Quinn kind of laying out, laying out the path and asking you questions. And if you go you can answer questions with putting some decent thought into it, it's pretty much a breeze writing it. And then, and then we've got a great video that walks you through the process of filing. So it, I always tell people the PPA is not hard. It may be tedious, may take a little bit of time uh, to do, but, but it's not difficult to do. Um, right. now, uh, now getting into cell sheets. Um, I think what gets people – first of all, in general, I don't think sell sheets are hard. But in the beginning when you're learning, I think what catches people off guard is is they think they've got it all figured out, and then they find out real quickly they don't. Um, uh, Even if you've learned a lot from just various videos that you've seen and whatnot and and everything, uh, there's a lot of little – Tips and tricks uh, that you get over time through experience
0: so why don't they have it figured out did they not look at similar products to kind of like just change up what somebody else is doing a little bit because you don't always have to recreate the wheel right I mean sometimes the product somewhat in the same space you're gonna use some same words oh I like that picture yeah my products different but I like that product shot that's how they relay this type of automotive product or kitchen gadget is it that they haven't really looked at the other products enough and kind of copied something somewhat similar?
1: Yeah, it, it can be that. Um, it, it, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things, right, with cell sheets, right? You've got different types of cell sheets, so that's the first thing, right? You need to True. understand which type. Let's talk you're about be that doing. a little
0: bit. Talk about the different sure. types that you. Yeah. So like, uh,
1: so like. F- you want me to elaborate a little bit yeah, more about it? Yeah, you just got like storyboard. The actual, you, and you sure, got, okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah so you got so you got standard problem solution and storyboard. Um, standard is pretty effective for almost almost any product because it's just it's the advertising uh, that everybody's used to already. You see it everywhere. It's all over packaging. You know, a beauty shot of a product and and some benefits to the side, and that that's standard. It's it, it's a uh, it's very It's usually just looking at the product. It's very obvious what the benefit is just by looking at it. And um, versus like problem solution, um, I tell people to go with problem solution when uh, it's very obvious uh, when you put it right next to the problem how significant the solution is. Um, Is it usually problem
0: solution usually two pictures same size? What do you usually do there?
1: Yeah, yeah, same size or, or right above each other. Um, I, I, I prefer they can be to the left on your cell sheet. So when you're looking head on to the cell sheet, they can be to the on kind of the left side. Uh, or they could be like stacked, like one problem on the top and the solution right below it. Yeah. But I pref- I actually prefer them on the bottom where the problems to the left and then the solutions to the right. Hmm. Um, and usually there's a nice red X kind of. Yeah. Indicating that that's, that's the problem, and a nice green check mark uh, indicating it's the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very effective uh, for getting people to just instantly understand, like, wow, why would I want so that? That sounds pretty this.
0: simple. Why, on an emotional side or just a learning side, why do our students struggle with that, and how do you I guide them? What, what's the struggle?
1: The big, well, one of the big struggles that I run into a lot is, um, especially when somebody comes to me with a sell sheet is they'll be like, doesn't it look great? And visually, like aesthetically, mm. usually it does look great, visually, aesthetically. But there's so much more to it, Andrew, than just it looking good graphically. I'll also notice some stuff that does look great. I'll also be like, it's pretty cluttered. There's a lot of stuff on here. There's a yeah. lot going on. And and they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, what's wrong with that? And I'm like, well, one of the problems is if there's a lot going on, you can get anxious looking at it. It's like a psychological thing, and people don't really pick up on that, and that's where that experience mm. thing comes in. Over time, you learn this stuff, but you know, that's the last thing you want to do is overwhelm your potential licensee and have them be like, you know what? I'm, I'm done looking at this. There's too much going on. You want them to just very quickly understand the product. I tell people, to me personally, an effective sell sheet is uh, less than five seconds you understand the product and yeah. what the benefit of it is. Um, And one of the ways to do that is to keep it very simplified, but people have a hard time, a very hard time doing that with something they're so passionate about. And they often think this is their one opportunity to tell everything about their product and this is the only chance they're gonna get.
0: Do you you relate to your students that they don't have time to click on a website, enter a username and password, they have time to look at a PDF or a short video and give it about five seconds. Is that hard for people to accept that the marketing managers at these companies—that's all they're going to give it—and that's why they want to throw the kitchen sink? Oh no, I want to give it to all of them because they're going to look at it, and, and we know that they won't. Um,
1: so, well, I'll speak to that for a second, Andrew. I, I think a lot of a lot of my students—they're surprised to kind of hear that what you just said, like, hey, they're only going to give this like
0: maybe a minute or something, and they're like, a what? A would be great. Well. Yeah, if you don't get past do, the first five, six seconds, then you get to the minute. Otherwise, you know, you get nothing.
1: Exactly. So I, I – but they're like, well, why? Why is that? And I'm like, because they're busy people. They have multiple things going on with their position. And if, depending on the industry, uh, more than likely there is not a, an individual whose sole job is to review ideas. You know, so so that's why you have to capture their attention very quickly and very effectively – um, so that you can get into those initial interest conversations as they come later. But if you, can't, if you don't have the right material, it, it won't matter. And, and that comes back to that experience thing. It, it, and that's what I think is so great about our coaches here is they've seen what works and they've seen what doesn't work. You know, And so we can guide somebody with what they have. And, and a lot of times, like I said, sometimes they come to us with, their, with no self-sheet at all. Sometimes they come to us with a self-sheet. Uh, and quite often when they come with a sell sheet, I'll let them know, I'll be like, hey, full disclosure, this is constructive criticism. We're going to have to chop a lot off of this. But I like where you're going overall. So let's do a combination of what you're going for. Or, or not. And what's effective. Yeah, Or, or, or not yeah, sometimes.
0: Or, sometimes it's so horrendous. It's, you just oh, got to yeah. say, this is not – we just got to start over.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. And, that, and, and, and sometimes that's a judgment call too, right? What's going to take longer to make – just do some edits on this or to just start completely over? You know it just how, depends
0: how serious do you take helping your students with cell sheets? I know it's it's i i serious.
1: think it's I think it's absolutely critical um because uh and so I I, I I i do take it very seriously. I even do like a little template with my students I'm like let's just get the raw content figured out before we even do the media stuff because you gotta have the right wording otherwise none of the pictures are going to matter. They, they go hand in hand, but we got to start somewhere. Um, but I do take it very seriously because if if you just, if you don't have that effective sell sheet and effective one-line benefit statement with your sell sheet, you're not going to get in the door to go any further. So it's all like hypothetical and hopeful and everything. But if, if you, if you, if you, if you Gonna half do it on this part, you're, you're gonna be in trouble. So we, I think we spend a decent amount of time just making sure that that is just right, you know, uh, before we move forward for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if a if a student makes thirty phone calls and nobody's showing interest because the sell sheet sucks, like that, well, wow, it's a big waste of your time, right? Absolutely, it's very, very important. And,
1: and it's interesting you say that too. You know, once once you get into companies, I often tell students, you know. Take feedback about your sell sheet specifically with a grain of salt. Hear it a couple times before you decide you're going to change it because yeah. remember how much time and effort and thought went into making it. You know, Don't let one one individual say one thing about your sell sheet and then you go, oh, no, I have to change it because guess what? You'd be changing it over and well, over. Well, if you, you look
0: hit- at it and you're like, wow, I totally missed that. That totally makes sense maybe, but you're absolutely right. If three people tell you that, then you're like, okay, there's obviously something I didn't connect with people on this. Sure. Um, absolutely one thing that i always say to inventors is you want that sell sheet not to be for the company but for their customers customer, so you want yeah. them to be very reactive look at it and go "Ooh, if my customers saw this i would want it you know yes. I, I they would want it and sure. um that that you know not oh we're going to make a million dollars oh if we only get two percent of the market or oh, like oh, yeah. getting them industry statistics and stuff. Do you oh, want and to- telling
1: them, yeah, like your logistics are going to be easier if you get my product. Like, it's such speculation, and they, they're quite often the potential licensees. Like, how would you know? You know, like yeah. how, how, and and that's another thing. I, sometimes I notice that's it's interesting you say that. So like sometimes I notice some of the key benefits that my students will come up with. It's almost like they're inviting somebody to challenge it and i'm like you don't want those you don't want those type of benefits you know you want you want benefits that are very agreeable Mm -hmm. and and help people to see the benefit of it all but not things that invite challenges
0: yeah you want to think two steps ahead like if i saw this for my first time i'd have this thought oh but it's addressed right down here or it's addressed with the picture or it's addressed whatever and so you want to kind of think ahead what are their concerns what are their criticisms and like address them quite often, maybe, maybe some of them not, but the major ones that would sure. prevent them from showing interest.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there are, there are some benefits, like, for instance, like when you're looking at a product, sometimes you might think to yourself, if I don't say this, though, they may assume this. So, right. That so you need to. And that's a kind of a special benefit that sometimes that can be challenging. You were talking about the challenge of this. That can be challenging for some people to to address that without being overly obvious they're addressing it. You want to paint the picture that it's a benefit when you're addressing it. And that's where your coach can really come in and help you with that stuff too.
0: And sometimes that would be integrated in the sell sheet. And sometimes you maybe put a sentence or two in the email that you're submitting along with the sell sheet. To address it, you know. You might have seen this type of product before, but this is different because of this, and it might interest intrigue and yep. take a closer look anyway. But doing a preemptive yeah. strike on something that may get you a no as opposed to interesting um, is a good thing. But you can get ridiculous with it, too. Uh, sure. Just on the critical stuff, I think.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, and, and, you know, one-line benefit statements go hand-in-hand with uh, sell sheets, and those are... Those are very important you know I, somebody asked me oh, how important is, is this really and I was like I was like I've used it in the subject line and gotten a licensing deal because of it it's pretty important
0: yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah so it
1: is. so you know uh, and and I, I when I'm working on my associates and my students I kind of work in tandem on the one line benefit statement at the same time. Uh, because when you kind of realize your key benefits, that can ha- also help you to further realize your one-line benefit statement. Yeah. Not only Sometimes your one-line benefit statement is the ultimate benefit of your product, and it's different than your other key benefits. But sometimes your key benefits ultimately add up to that ultimate benefit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matthew, thank you for coming on. It's a real nice insight into… How our coaches work with our students but if you never become an event right student these this information that matthew share with you is still going to be super helpful so that's what we're doing in this series coaches are sharing things that our students are struggling with and how we solve those problems a lot of mindset stuff sometimes emotional stuff dealing with fears it's all over the map um, but thank you matthew you're a great coach thank you for being part of the team and thank you for sharing yeah for sure thanks for having me on andrew all right, take care. Keep inventing, everyone. We'll catch up the next time. See you guys. Bye. There's a great idea in each of us, but it's truly magical to see it come to life. Sharing your creativity with the world has never been easier. We can help.